Here's the question. How are you, a high-octane achiever, suddenly feeling stressed out, anxious, overwhelmed, exhausted, or just playing off your game? It's called burnout, my friend. Let's talk about it. My name is Dr. Eric Shoemake, and I have one mission to help you get your mojo back. Welcome to the Burnout to Breakthrough podcast. My name is Dr. Eric Shoemake. Today's episode is Get Out of Your Head, How to Stop Being Your Own Worst Critic. Man, there's so many critics and haters out there. We, do, we don't need to be carrying around our own worst critic in our head. Can I get an amen? There's plenty of people that are going to criticize you. If you try to do anything big in this world, if you, try to, if you step out anywhere, the critics are going to be all over you, right? There's people that are always going to criticize you. Some of these people are even some of the people closest to you. You do not want to be your own worst critic. You want to be your own best cheerleader. So we're going to talk about how to get out of your own head. So many times we can be stuck as a uh, high octane, you know, type A people as uh, we can be stuck in our own head and we live so much in our head that we don't live in our lives. So hopefully today's episode will be something that can be game changing for you in just terms of a thought, like, like a thought that you can have in your brain or that you can start saying out loud to yourself that will derail these anxious thoughts and put you back on the path where you need to head. Uh, I was just, I did a coaching call recently with a, a great uh, great guy, and he was. I was asking him what's changed since the last call, and he said, "Well, I've just been a lot more calm and focused because I just. It was good to hear a couple things that I could just repeat to myself. Like we went over, um, uh, you know, I already have that trophy, so stop pretending that you have to get and keep getting the same trophy that you've already achieved, right? So just realize, take a breath. I already have that trophy, and he said that made a huge difference for him. Well, today I hope this will be the same thing because this can be a game changing idea when it comes to the anxious thoughts in your head and these uh, these critical thoughts that are in your head. So, um. If you're always trying to get better, right? So if you are a type A personality, a high achiever, by definition, you're trying to get better or make the world better or make your family better or make you better. So as an extension of that, you want to always work on yourself. You are always wanting you to be better. So you evaluate everything. Is this good? Is this bad? Is this good? Is this bad? And am I good or am I bad? Or am I doing a good job or am I not doing a good job? And too much of that can be absolutely maddening, right? So by definition, you want to fix you because you want to fix everything. So we tend to live lives in our own head and, and you get stuck in your own head. And that can separate you from the relationships around you, from, from your wife, from your kids. That can absolutely throw up a wall there because you know when you're around somebody who's not really present because they're in your head or in their, they're in their head and it's no fun. And it's also no fun for the person that's in their head all the time. Tony Robbins has a saying, he says, um, if you're in your head, you're dead. And I think that's a great way to look at it. You don't want to live your life in your head. You want to live your life in your body and in your life. So I want to give you this uh, idea today of how you can stop participating in being your own worst critic and and what to do with critical thoughts or self-critical thoughts. So the first idea is, is becoming an observer of your thoughts, right, rather than a participant in the thought or rather than an evaluator of the thought. So just observe the thought. So... You have thoughts inside of your brain, right? Your, your, your brain, it's your brain's job to come up with thoughts and evaluations. And is this good? Is this bad, right? Am I good? Am I bad? Am I doing a good job here? Am I not doing a good job here? So that's your, that's your, you have a, a word machine up in your, in your skull that is your brain. It, it runs all the time. That's what it's designed to do. But you don't have to participate in, in that thought or get on board with agreeing or disagreeing with that thought or getting carried away with that thought. You can just evaluate it. Right, So you could take a step back and say, oh, I'm having that thought. I don't have to agree with it. I don't have to disagree with it. I don't, I don't have to get carried away with it. I don't have to get emotional about it. I don't have to get disturbed by it. It's just a thought, and I can let that thought go. 
and it really takes the charge off it. It, 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 it stops the, uh, that kind of emotional, that negative emotion that comes with a critical thought. So I'm, I'm going to give you an example and show you how you can invite this thought in for tea. And, and what I, you'll see what I mean by that in a second. Th- again, this can be a game changer because it absolutely has been a game changer for me. So what you're doing by these thoughts is you're, is by, by just observing these thoughts is you're making space for them. Okay. And so let's say my, my critical thought is I am blowing it as a dad. I'm blowing as a death. So if I'm in my head, that can cause a good 30 minutes of, of fireworks to go off in my head, right? I can think about the times I have blown it as a dad, where I'm not blown it as a dad, what I need to do to not blow it as a dad. Like, oh my gosh, I got to plan this date and I got to do this. I got to do this. I should do this better. Oh man, Samantha's a teenager here. I got to speak to her. Like, and I can be so in my head that it just drives me absolutely nuts and it contributes to anxiety and, and just all kinds of crazy thoughts. Or I can have the thought, I'm blowing it as a dad, right? And I can make space for that thought. And the way that I do that is is through a story called um, Inviting Mara In For Tea. So Tara Brock, learned this in Tara Brock's book. Uh, It's, uh, man, I can't remember the name of her book now. Uh, I think it's Unconditional Acceptance. Uh, But she's she's a meditation teacher. And she shares the story of um, Buddha when Buddha is, is meditating and then gets constantly accosted by the demon god Mara, all right, in the, in the Buddhist tradition. And Mara would always try to derail Buddha, right? So, so you can kind of think of as Mara as that, that self-critical thought that comes inside of your head. And so what, what Buddha would do, and this is what was cool about this, when every time Mara would show up, instead of like running away or fighting Mara or something, Buddha would just say, I see you, Mara. And they would invite Mara in for tea. So I see you, Mara. Let's have tea. So when I have that thought that I am blowing it as a father, what's the the thought that I can have there? Or my reaction is, hey, I see you, Mara. Let's have tea. It doesn't have to wreck me. It doesn't have to cause fireworks to go off in my head. It doesn't have to derail me. I get to say, huh, interesting. My brain came up with the thought that I'm blowing it as a dad. Hmm. I see you, Mara. Let's have tea. And then that takes the 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 charge off of it. it. You can you be you can your brain can stay free and undisturbed because you know that you don't have to agree or disagree with every single thought that you have. You don't have to believe your thoughts, right? It's just a thought. So I see you, Mara. Let's have tea. And you come from a much more powerful place when you're inviting that in as part of you, right? Like, because I know that I will always have some type of self-critical thoughts. I know that because I want to fix the world, I want to fix me. But that's just a part of me, right? And I'm coming from, again, I'm coming from a very powerful place because it's just a part of me. It's not me. It's not my whole brain. It's just a part of something that I think uh, on, on a fairly regular basis. So there's a, there's a saying in uh, acceptance and commitment uh, therapy that says, if you're not willing to have it, then you will. Let that sink in for a second. If you're not willing to have it, then you will. If you're not willing to have a little anxiety, then you will, right? Because you're fighting against it so much. You're fighting against your thoughts all times, and you're trying to fix your thoughts, and you're thinking, if I could just fix this, it would go away. If I could just, man, if I, if I could just read another couple books on how to parent my teenager, then it would go the, the The thoughts are never going to go away. They're always going to be there. So what you can do is invite them in and have tea, right? Take the charge off of it. Um, I, I heard this put another way. I, I think this is great, and this is a good way of thinking about this. I have a thought like, like I got to be perfect or I got to fix this. Like that's kind of a recurring thing in my mind is I got to fix this. I want to fix this. 
and, and it could be anything. I, I could I want to fix the relationship with my wife on and just in terms of whatever we're not spending enough time together, or, or we don't have enough uh, date nights, or there's not enough intimacy, or whatever. I, there's always something I can find, right? And by doing that, by always trying to fix my relationship, I'm never participating in my relationship if I'm always there. I'm always trying to fix my kids. I'm always trying to fix me. I'm always trying to fix my business. I'm trying to fix everything. So I know that I can have that thought of, you know, I got to be perfect. And it's okay for me because that's also what's, what makes me achieve. That's what makes me me. That's, like, that's why I am able to pull big things off. And I don't want to change that about me that I want that I want to fix things and I want to fix the world. I want to help people and, and move them forward. But I'm going to give that thought if you think of all like your brain as a bus and all the like a school bus, I'm going to give that thought one seat on the bus. I'm not going to let it drive the bus. And I'm not going to let it pick the radio station, as Rob Bell says. I'm going to let it sit on the bus, but I'm not going to let it drive. It can't touch the wheel and it can't pick the radio station. It can't pick the playlist. So my question for you is this. What thought that you're having on a regular basis are you allowing to drive the bus? Right, because if there's if there's 50 seats on that bus, yeah, it's okay. If you because one of them might be I got to fix this. The next one might be I'm a great dad. Right, give that one a spot on the bus too. Give that one a seat on the bus too. But don't allow those negative, critical feelings or thoughts to drive the bus. So that's the question. That's the challenge for the day. What is your Mara? What is that nagging, repetitive thought that maybe you're just having today, maybe you'll having a different one tomorrow, where you can just say, you know what, hey, I see you, Mara. Come on, let's have tea. And I'll tell you how powerful this can be. I, I worked on this with, with my daughter. She's a lot like me. She has the same type of brain that I do, overactive brain, and you know, wants to always wants to be doing something and, and improving something. So I, I sat down with her. I think she was probably 10 or 11 when I, ta when I taught her this. And I said, hey, I, I told her that same story about Buddha and Mara. And she remembers this to this day. She's like, yeah, I start having a negative thought about you know, schoolwork or what I can do or not be able to pull off in, in middle school now or, or, or friends or, or whatever. And, and she'll say, I, I started thinking, you know, I really, one of her friends, you know, kind of did her wrong. And, and she started having this, you know, started getting carried away with, with all of these negative thoughts and self-critical thoughts and emotions. And she, instead she said, you know, I, I, I thought bad, back to her and said, you know what, I see you, Mara, let's have tea. So what is your Mara? What thought are you having that will, that, that you're allowing to drive the bus, pick the radio station and drive it a hundred miles an hour? I mean, and terrorize everybody else. That's the question for today. So just being an observer of your thoughts rather than a full participant in your thoughts is the first step of getting out of your head and into your life. I'm going to do some future podcasts on this as well. There's a great morning routine that comes with this on just getting fully in your body rather than in your head. Because I guarantee you this, what your family needs and uh, what your wife or what your kids need or your husband, if you're a woman, listen to this, what anybody around you needs is, is you to be present. They don't need a handyman that's going to fix everything. And a lot of times, you know what will fix the relationships is just go be present. Don't live in your head, live in your body. So that's all I got for you today. Uh, as always, I appreciate it. If you would share this with anybody that you know that needs to hear it, this is such, uh, the more guys I talk to about this, they'll say, you know what, I, I didn't think I could even tell anybody that I was off my game, that I was feeling exhausted or, or anxious or overwhelmed. Nobody likes to talk about it, but you know what, when I post something on Facebook, I get a lot of views you know, of a video. Or I'll get a lot of people listening to the podcast. So the, so the bottom line is it's telling you that people are dealing with this and they need help. So share this with anybody that you know. If you have not already subscribed on Google iTunes or Google Play iTunes or Stitcher, go ahead and do that. And this podcast will be available to you right there on your phone or wherever you consume podcasts. So can't wait to uh, talk to you next time. i got a, a couple good podcasts coming up. And uh, until 
next time we meet, let's turn that burnout into a breakthrough.